0: Love Talk
1: Radio. Did you know that elders and others are losing their rights to liberty and property? Anyone can petition a court to have a person deemed incapacitated. What if that person is you? The adult guardianship system was created to protect incompetent people and their assets. A court-appointed guardian, sometimes a total stranger, can force you into a nursing home and sell your home to pay for services. Treasured belongings can disappear as you are drugged and isolated from loved ones. Why does this happen? Unfortunately, the courts don't have the funding to supervise and audit cases. A guardian makes all decisions on your behalf, taking control of your assets with little accountability. The potential for abuse is frightening. Luckily, not all guardians exploit those under their care, but when they do, there's really nowhere to go for help. The National Association to Stop Guardian Abuse, (NASGA) is working to reform adult guardianship to return it to its once noble purpose of protecting the human rights to life, liberty, and property and ending financial exploitation of assets. Are you or your loved ones protected? To learn more, visit stopguardianabuse.org.
0: Good
2: evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley, and tonight is March sixteenth, 2021. What a year so far. Uh, we're kind of doing a special show tonight, and contrary to all of the rumors flying around the net, no, Marcia and Tanya did not quit TS Radio. Tanya has been traveling and unable to do her show. She should be back this next Sunday night, and Marcia is taking some time off. She's with her dad, who's quite elderly and needs her attention, and she's just plain wore out, and she needs a break, so she'll be back, uh, I think, the first week in April, but, no, nobody has quit. Nobody's fighting. And, no, we haven't pulled each other's hair, gouged each other's eyes out. I'm sorry. I know it, this isn't nearly so dramatic, but this is just the way things go. <laughs> I, cause I, is with me. Say hello, cause. Hello.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. But, yeah, we uh, had this extra time tonight, so we wanted to touch on a few things. And then we've got uh, – uh Nancy Pantone coming on, and she's going to talk briefly about her adult son, who was targeted and forced under a guardianship, and um, he has a genetic disorder that has caused him a great deal of suffering, and anyway, uh, we'll be talking about that. Nancy's only going to be with us briefly. She can't talk too long, so she'll be with us about quarter after. Uh there's a lot going on as usual. this movie cause as you know, has blown things up, yeah, and it's been amazing it has really yes, yes, and I think what hit people about that movie uh is that it rang true. You know what I'm saying it was it was a dramatization of actual events, and as I understand it from the producers uh they they made a story out of several different stories and just got the basic mechanics of this thing and then put that film together and um so it's uh who boy i'll tell you uh i think the only bad part of it cause or weak part of it was them uh, portraying the judge in the case the hearing examiner as being a little bit of a fruit loop and you know not quite with it not quite there and nothing could be farther from the truth these are the people around whom everything pivots everything and um, oh, yeah. so it's just, uh, you know, that, that I took exception to. But overall, the movie was a wonderful expose about this horrendous, horrendous system. Now, and we've been talking with Peggy Dupree about supported decision making, and I'm all for that. But what I'm reading is, and, and talking with several groups, that are, that are pilot groups and so on, uh, that are trying to move this forward. For those who don't know what it is, it means somebody just stays in their own home, and with the help of family or friends or whomever, each of them takes on a task to help this person. If they're having trouble paying their bills, someone will help them pay their bills to make sure everything's done. Uh, just because somebody is getting older, might forget something, isn't quite as you know nimble as they used to be, doesn't mean they need to be kidnapped in one of these guardianships you know, abused, neglected, and robbed blind. We all are getting right. older. None of us deserves this. So the general consensus is that if you have a supported decision-making agreement, it doesn't have to go through probate. That's true, but if it doesn't go through probate, you are leaving yourself wide open for what they call a third-party surrogate, a guardian guardian. To jump in there and take everything over, and they'll go through probate and you know get a court order, so to speak uh to do what they do, so it's a catch twenty two but the idea behind it supported decision making is is a firm one, and it is what needs to happen uh The promo we played at the beginning of the show cause, where it talks about yes. you know guardianship was created uh as a good thing it never was it was always intended to do exactly what it does and that is to kidnap yeah. people stash them away somewhere and rob them blind it was and they ran behind this branding you know that made it sound like it was some you know mission from god that they were on but over the years that has been exposed for what it actually is and it's just a system of kidnapping and theft and what I'm waiting to see, cause, and you're starting to see a little bit of it already, is these politicians come out and, you know, well, we're going to have to do something about this. And we're going to have to, you know, we, we but yeah, shut up. We've been coming to you people forever. And now say it again. Going to D.C., that's all fine and well. We go, too. You can't change a damn thing there. The only place you can affect a change is in your state. And going to D.C., these people are not going to help us. They are not. Um, If you saw the bill that uh, Chuck Grassley put out here three years ago, the Elder Justice and Protection Act, the bill had not a damn thing to do with protecting seniors from this system. Not a thing. It was about internet scams and mail fraud and that kind of thing. And in the middle, they increased funding and power of all the agents we've been fighting. And the bill actually backfired on us and so i'm sorry if i didn't stand up and cheer i know i had a wonderful sounding title but you had to read the content to understand what was going on Uh, but we see these fluff and buff bills come out all the time you have to work within your state that's the only place you can affect a change but like minnesota where first fiduciary has its clause in the legislature and runs that faked up crap across three or four states called magic it's magic how they have scammed so many people. They list everyone whose estate they have seized as an associate. Mhm. Oh. Well, that makes it sound nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a list of their associates is everybody whose estate who they've slammed under guardianship and stole everything from them they could. And their associates. And um but this, you know, John Lacan's always saying words have meaning and pay attention to them because a lot of times it sounds like you're talking about one thing when you're actually indicating something else but the words are so similar and people just you know kind of confuse them so you always watch that for that trick language and it is intentional it's called word art <laughs> and uh... Holy. that's actually what it's called and uh... word wow. art and uh... <laughs> but i've been doing a lot of work because and I've got an article that's going to come out about legal capacity and um, what that actually means, what it does to the person when you lose legal capacity and how they're scamming people by taking legal capacity from them. This is the actual key that allows them to imprison that targeted victim and to avail themselves of all of their assets. You lose legal capacity. And I'm learning. I'm learning, cause. Anyway, what's going on yeah. in your world of cakes and buns and donuts?
3: Oh, well, we have St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow, so everyone make sure to get out and get your corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> I, have a corn, I have a corned beef in the oven right now, and we're going to be doing Rubens tomorrow and some Irishman skillets, so getting that corned beef cooked off. And then we have another corned beef I have to cook off tomorrow with, you know, the cabbage and the carrots and the potatoes. Yeah. And then we had Pie Day, which was the 14th. Because, you know, pie, 3.14. Oh, wow. Like, yep, so we had to make pie. Yeah. And so now oh, we have two it's these cool. holidays. But then we have Easter. So we have, like, two weeks off. And uh-huh. we have another holiday. So holidays seem uh-huh. to help the bakery. So everyone go out it's and support cool. your local bakery. And let's see we ship wow. some of the cookies. Oh, my gosh, Marty, I forgot to tell you. I actually had a listener of the radio show called me and they're – the, her daughter was coming through Madison, and she knew that I had the bakery here, so they came in, I think it was Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday, and picked up a bunch of bakery. She pre-ordered it, and then her daughter picked it up uh-huh. and brought it to her. She lives in Indianapolis. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that wow. fun? I know. I, I actually, yeah. I'm like, the first time I felt like a celebrity baker, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Someone knows me from Marty's show, oh, no. and they're ordering bakery. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, everyone, cool. for helping us yeah, out and shopping go. and then getting some bakery. Yeah. That there was you so go. awesome. Yeah. It just killed oh, me when you know what else? Uh,
2: I left Minnesota. Oh, go ahead.
3: I have go some ahead. other exciting news I'm going to tell you now, yes. Marty. You don't know that I'm going to tell you this, but we talked about you having an honorary membership with NASCA. And I talked Uh to Elaine about it, and Uh I made it happen. Well, Elaine made it happen. She said, yes, Marty Oakley is an honorary member of NASCA. Oh,
2: my goodness. And that they love you. And that they love you. Yes. Uh, Well, tell Elaine thank you. I Yeah, because I just (laughs) – yeah, holy cow. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. I think
3: you're the first
2: you're you the know. first
3: honorary member that they've had.
2: Wow, that's ah. special. Thank you. It is special. You. Yes, you're welcome yeah. yeah, wow. I was going to tell you when I left Minnesota for Georgia, we came through Wisconsin, and I came within thirty miles of um Madison but it was two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, I kind of, I, I think I kind of remember yeah. that. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed
3: it. Well, at least we got to meet in person when we were at the whistleblower summit, but it's yeah. always so yeah. neat to meet people in person. It sure yeah, it is. is. You it know, what is. would be a good topic yes. for a show, Marty, we should have like what? a friendship show where everybody talks about the amazing friendships that they've made because of guardianship abuse, because of being an advocate. Like I know, well, you know, Austin Gibson and I are just very good friends and she's just been, she's just such a treasure to me and she's been on the show several times. And the only reason we know each other is because of odd holes. And she's just someone who I feel is a cherished friendship that I will have for years and years.
2: Yeah. So and then I've met go. her in person numerous times that yeah, we met in person. I did yeah, and I met her met her yeah, you know yes. it'll be two years since yes. I met her. And uh, yes. yes. And that that's the best part of the summit. Uh that first year I did the summit, I had people come from seventeen states to meet me wow. in person. Honestly, I was never so humbled. You know, people come up to wow. me and you know, I came from here. I came I drove all the way to D C. I wanted to meet you in person. Yeah. Holy cow. And, yeah. Uh, you, you know, it just It is humbling. It is, it's humbling.
3: <laughs>
2: it is it very much. Excuse me, I'm getting cold again. But, uh, you know, we could yeah. have a
3: call-in show. And people could call in and we could have a call-in show, like Pick a Night, and people can call in and talk about the friendships that they've made. I know I've made some good friends That's here God, in cool. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think it would be yep. really neat. Yeah, do have, something have positive.
2: positive.
3: <laughs> Ex- yeah. Exactly, because I just think of all the amazing people that I've met.
2: The and the craziest people that one. have survived this, you know, the, and yeah. I, by survival I mean this didn't take them all the way down, but they have come out the other side of it, for better or worse. And the, the just the drive, the fight, and to survive what they went through. Because this is one of the most gut wrenching situations, and you know, absolutely, it's like somebody else has got control of grandma, grandpa, mom, or dad, or whomever, and they can do whatever they want to them or not, and you can't do a damn thing about it either way. That has got to be the most god awful feeling, and uh, especially when you know these people have nothing but malice in their heart and. don't yeah. intend to, to do anything. Uh Kazi, our guest has joined us and Oh, very good. This is Yeah. And our guest is uh Nancy Pentoni. And she has a son who has a genetic disorder and was guardianized unnecessarily and put into a, a home, a group home, and she's gonna be talking about that. Nancy, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, hi, thanks for having me.
2: Hi, Nancy. Oh, you bet.
3: We should mention she's hi. from the great state of Pennsylvania, home of the Oddholes. Uh
0: oh.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. There you go. Yeah. Were
0: you
2: a a victim of the Oddholes
3: too? She's a different county oh. than Ottholes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, All but right. it's the same All state right. and, she,
2: and they seem to be a yeah. nasty state. Yes. Nancy, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background on your son, and then on the show promo, everybody, I have the website for her son, and it's Justice Four, the number four, DOM D O M dot org, and uh, you can go right to it from the show promo, uh, and it'll give you a history of what's happened and a history of this young man, and um, it's something you might want to take a look at. But anyway, Nancy, go ahead and give us some background here.
0: Okay, so um, my son, uh, he's now 33, but this all started in '09. My son was born with a genetic disorder called um, Deletion 22Q, uh, otherwise known as the George's uh, Disorder. And uh, it's a chromosomal disorder that results in poor development uh, of some body systems. Um, there, there can be heart defects, there's um, immunological defects, uh, there's uh, sometimes they're born with cleft palate. Fortunately, my son wasn't born with, uh, with that. And uh, it affects their uh, developmental. He was um, developmentally delayed all through school and um, had to go through special needs classes and whatnot. But, but other than that, he lived a fairly normal life. Um, he was uh, raised um, by me and his father, a very loving, caring home. Um, he, uh, we have another son that's two years younger than Dom and they, they just had a very very good childhood um, he really was fr- fairly functional um, given that um, he had this disorder and he and he just really you'd never really know he had a disorder except for maybe some developmental delays um, psychologically say mainly but how this all started was um, I guess in his late teens and early 20s he started developing, behavioral issues, which is extremely common with this disorder, and um, it got to the point where he got evicted from our home. We were renting uh, at this time, and I guess uh, he was having outbursts and whatnot, and apparently the psychiatrist who had him on medication
1: wasn't,
0: it, it wasn't helping, and my son would have these outbursts, and the neighbors would call the police and So eventually he got evicted from our home and then, uh, you know, his support coordinator would put him in temporary placements that he would all walk away from. And um, me and his dad then put him in his own apartment with supports and us checking on him a few times a day. That didn't work out. Um, He got in trouble with the neighbors, blah, blah, blah. Um, So eventually Allegheny County, some county uh, solicitors, here uh, stepped in and said, we don't know what to do with your son. Um, he's basically homeless at this point. Uh, we, had, we had had to put him in a motel after his um, apartment didn't work out. And you know we couldn't afford to keep that up for any length of time. So the county did step in and say, here are your choices, Mr. Cantone. You, you either get a guardian that we assigned to you for him, or your son's just going to be homeless and on the street. So that—that's what I was up against at this time. So, uh, and then they—they so, they went on to tell me that the guardian, you know, I'd have like unlimited visits, and everything would be peachy keen. I, you know, I'd, I'd be part of all his um, his treatment team, decision making, and and all that sort of thing. And none of that ever happened. It, it was all just a lie. And now, uh, so he's he's been in this group home now, and um, he his health is just really really deteriorated over the years uh, since under their care or lack of care I should say. Um, he really uh, he looks 20 years older than his age. I mean he he just just feeding him a junk food diet basically. They have I would say they have him in a chemical jacket. He's on six different um, psycho- psychiatric medications, one of them being Haldol which, you know, should only be oh. like in the oh. hospital, and he's still on it oh, wow. all these years, and, and I've, I've just been so concerned about his health over the years that I've had to call Adult Protective Services, I must have called them over a dozen times, just out of concern for my son. It, it's just a horrific situation. Um, we have no privacy. Um, when, when we talk on the phone, our calls are screened. They're on speaker phones. When, when we were allowed to visit before COVID, there's always a sitting with us. And uh, and and that's uh, it, it's just horrible. I've, I've hired six different attorneys over the years to try to help me um, a attain guardianship over him because I did nothing wrong. My son and I did nothing wrong to allow this, this exploitive situation to happen. We've really been exploited, victimized, and killed. And so now I haven't seen him since COVID started and they won't let me see him and who knows when I can. And uh, my son, we talk on the phone, I'd say twice a week and he you know, he just tries. He said, you know, all he ever talks about is when's the next hearing? Do you have a new attorney? When am yeah. I getting out of here? And that's yeah. that's our that's what he he you know, he talks about during our calls and he used to talk about that at our visits and that's that's pretty much uh what's going on now. I now I had hired one more attorney so we'll see what happens with him but I'm on a I'm a mom on a mission. I just want not Right. Up, trying to get my, you know, that control back into yes. my care because at, at this point they're not Don't even you. alerting me to when he's hospitalized. They won't even let me talk to them. The guardian has blocked me from emails and phone calls at this point, so I'm oh, not even kept in the loop about his, you know, his health situation. So it's it's gotten that bad, and uh, I I've. Spent, um, I'd say fifty thousand dollars in attorney fees over the last. Oh year. my but God! This was, this was supposed to be my like retirement savings.
2: Instead yeah. it's
0: gone to attorneys trying to get my rights back to my to my son's care. So. Wow. That's about it in a nutshell. Don't you,
2: Nancy? Don't you wonder to what it is that's going on? And I know you do. That they're so afraid he's going to tell you about or send you in an email or something the, this is these are the actions of people that are trying to hide something and right this is the we see this in every single case this isolation the cut off from communications this is trauma based bonding and what they're trying to do is scare him so bad that he'll throw in with them against you. And then they, when they go to court, if they ever do, uh, he's, he's terrified of her. He doesn't want to be with her. He only trusts me because I've been working him over for some time now. And uh, But they, they do this to people. This is These people, I think if you were to give each one of them a psychological test, every one of them at the very least would be sociopathic. I truly believe that these are the most consciousless, oh, yeah. uh, lack of empathy, sympathy, any kind of feelings you know that a normal human being has. These people don't possess them. They couldn't, or they couldn't do what they do. You can't cause that much pain and misery, and know you are causing so much grief in another person's life who is is powerless to fight you and do it day after day after day. These people are not normal human beings. These are predators.
0: Well, well, the um, the problem is once there's a guardianship in place, it's nearly impossible to to change it. That's what I've learned over the years. It really is.
2: Yep. Yeah, because of the money attached to it.
0: Right, but I won't give up. I will never give up.
2: Good for you. uh, Good for you.
0: And and I forgot to add that I'm more than capable capable of caring for my son I'm an RN I'm a nutritionist I have a bachelor's degree I'm more qualified to care for my son than all of all of his caretakers combined
2: there you go but yeah yet the, court, the people
0: but yet the court will not yep. allow me and him to come back into our home I, I just don't understand it
2: well they 're all hooked together, Nancy. Then this we have found you know time after time after time it 's the same judge, the same attorneys, the same guardians, the same institutions, social services personnel, and they work at, you know it 's racketeering they they run mills mm-hmm. and they just run people through these mills, and you can 't get past that that 's what I was talking about that movie i I really care whatever that 's called on Netflix about guardianship and where they portrayed the judge as kind of this goofball who really didn't know what was going on, that is the absolute wrong <laughs> portrait of these people. Everything is facilitated by them. Nothing happens without them. They are the one that makes sure right. the whole system of racketeering works.
0: Right. And it's like so sometimes,
2: that- yes, yes. And so what you have to do is find out, the connections these people have outside of guardianship, if any. How they are connected. And a lot of times you find they've been involved in a lot of things together. They've either been in business together at the same law firms. Uh they've been at, you know, there's this connection. And uh but it's always the same the same bunch running in every court. And um yeah. as I say it all pivots around that judge, every bit of it. And uh so that's the person you need to to tap is, you know, why are you doing this? And um, why are you allowing this to happen? And I still say, Nancy, the best thing any of us could do is take out a warrant for lunacy against one of these guardians as a danger to themselves and the public and have them put in guardianship. And uh I see how you like us now. And uh, yeah. but it just I don't know. Uh, I know you didn't want to be on long. Didn't have much time to be on. Did you have anything you wanted to add?
0: No, I'm I just. Um, I'm looking for resources or, and some advocacy on. On, you know, I need some support. Out, it's like me against the world with this thing. Psalm's father yes. passed away, so really, it's literally just me advocating for him. And I'm just looking for oh my God. somebody or some organization to back me up and, and try to help advocate for well, our family.
2: Well, cause we got people there in Pennsylvania. Is there anybody we can
3: have get in here? We do. Any? So the people that I know are up near the Philadelphia area, and she's more, isn't it Pittsburgh area?
0: Yeah, we're Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, and so right okay. now, anyone listening, I don't really know a lot in Pittsburgh, but um, Nancy, have you reached out or have I hooked you up with Elaine at Nazca yet?
0: Yes. Okay. And she hasn't been able to help.
3: She hasn't been able to. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. I guess what we need is anyone in that Pittsburgh area, if they could get a hold of us, because everyone that I know is in that Philadelphia area, which is very unfortunate to hear that now it's spreading to other counties of Pennsylvania.
2: But wouldn't it? Just wouldn't it because wouldn't it be beneficial to at least hook up with the people um there in the Philadelphia area? Uh, because it's sooner um, or later they're gonna have to coalesce and you know Yeah, you know what?
3: You know what I should my my buddy Austin. I'll get you hooked up with yeah. Austin. That's, That's what right. I'll do. So Nancy, I will do like a little messenger intro and I'll introduce you to Austin. She's just I mean, she's just amazing. She's still in litigation, you know, and they, they did guardianize her mother and her mother's is, is, is gone. And, you know, she, she suspects foul play in the whole thing as does everyone that has, you know, these guardianship stuff, but yeah, I will introduce you to Austin and she might, know somebody in the Pittsburgh area Austin is so involved in so many churches and there seems to be like a church network and this is a human rights issue like churches yeah. need to get involved yeah so i will i will introduce yeah. you to her this this evening i'll do a little messenger for you too
0: well but you'll you love me her ray of hope
3: yeah yeah i mean yeah just we'll and just
0: somebody, knowing Nancy. that
2: yeah oh thank
0: god Blessings to you all. Um, We we do need help. I'm I'm so so drained after all these years and in fighting this this good fight that I just need help at this point.
2: Okay, we'll we'll do the best we can for you.
0: Okay, thank you and God bless you all.
2: Thank you, Nancy. Same to you, Nancy. Okay.
0: Bye bye.
2: Okay. Bye. Boy, that just oh. uh, it's That's heart-wrenching. and for her to be doing this, yeah, to be doing this on, on her, her own. own. Yeah. And, good lord, we got to get help for her. We got to get help. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what we can do here. Uh, oh. I don't know. I just. Good lord, it it gets so much worse on a daily basis, cause that I okay. I just can't And, uh, Yeah. Oh, and I had someone ask here recently what happened to the CORE coalition. We had a page up for that. We had to take it down because of the invasion of the glory Hogs. And we got complaints from people in other countries about being dogged and ragged and, uh, you know, incessantly bombarded with messages and uh, all of this from people who claimed that they were – oh, good Lord. I don't know what it is. today. Every day it changes. What they're supposed to be and how important they are, but anyway, uh, we had to take it down, so we have a private group off <laughs> off of the net, so to speak. I mean, we're on the net, but it's private, and um, yeah, we've now added Italy to the group, and uh, so that's gonna it's growing little by little, and um, uh, and of course we have a huge audience over in Australia, and um, oh yeah, and by the way, Chris. Uh, from Australia, from uh, the Australian uh, Guardianship Association, is going to be part of our panel this year for the summit, and
3: um, wow. and I'm thinking about
2: having, you know, Ishido from Japan on there too. I, I was thinking about it, except she has a real problem with her her language. You know, her and she tries very hard, but it, I don't know if this would work with her. But um, not for lack of intent, but just you know that trying to conquer a second language. And um Right. But if suddenly we'll we knew a
3: translator. Well now is it yeah. everything is everything for sure going to be on a Zoom call? It's looking like this year. Yes. With COVID? Yes. Okay. So maybe yep. because we have time to plan, maybe there is somehow we could find a translator that could um tell the story and then get it in there. Yeah. I don't know anyone who I don't know.
2: I don't either, and uh, I know but people who speak a, German and Italian and all this, but yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, but, but wait, wait, wait. I believe my son has a friend who majored in Japanese at the UW-Madison here. I think I can ask. Oh, well, He doesn't live in okay. the area, but if we got him on a Zoom, maybe he could help us translate.
1: Okay. And, oh, well, so, oh, oh, we can oh, work
3: out. there is the headquarters of, Yam- I think it's Yamaha? I was here in Wisconsin uh-huh. and I know someone who works for Yamaha and they have, I think maybe they will have a translator. I can ask around and see what we can do because okay. wow, to be an international whistleblower, Yeah.
2: you know, talk about this whole topic international. Is yeah, we got, yeah. We got, we got, we um, got, TS radio got mentioned again in another documentary there in Australia. And, um, So there's a possibility we may do an interview with them. We're trying to work all that out. uh, Oh, wow. But it just, yeah, and uh, 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 things are just happening really fast. Like I say, this movie was a catalyst, absolutely blew the lid off of this, because first people who weren't familiar with it thought it was just a good movie, Um, a little Mm -hmm. off the wall until it dawned on them. This was actually taken from real life. This goes on every day. And that's uh-huh. what I say. Uh, these people have got to be sociopaths. You know, I've been looking at a lot of stuff, and I saw it out of um, this one university. They had started here about four years ago talking about differences in the human species and that there's two, possibly three variances on the human species and thinking about really? that and they said there's yes that there's a 32 strand of dna and some people that others don't have they don't know why it's there how it got there but then there's the women who are rh negatives who have to take shots yeah. during pregnancy to keep their baby from being expelled as an infection and as an invader yeah. in her body and so they started looking that. at that in various types yes and uh So, But they said there are other distinct differences in DNA, and that there are likely two, if not three, distinct species of human being. And to me, this would account for this large collection, (laughs) this huge population of sociopathic predators. Um, They aren't like the rest of us. Like I say, I don't know how you go to work every day and cause somebody else this much misery and grief and pain, and plus downstream the families, just so you can drive a new car. I I just don't get it. And, uh, you know, it's like Furley and April Parks. Both of them kept the the urns full of the ashes of people they'd had killed in hospice. How sick is that keeping trophies like serial killers do? That is the same thing. Yes. Yes. I and, mean if we uh, really
3: want to go down the conspiracy hole, they could be the like the reptilian people or something.
2: Like what is it? <laughs> <with> these people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, you know, they but there is there is something psychologically and it's different about them. And they aren't like the rest of us. And this is from birth. This isn't something that develops as they get older. They, you know, got beat up when they were 13. And now they're, they're you're born this way. And um, so it it just is a curious thing to me in all of this. Because one of the things that's bothered me was the huge number of these people willing to actively participate in this without any shred of con- conscience. Or any sense of wrongdoing. Um, You know, if you or I were to do something like this, guilt would eat us. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, It would just keep us alive. You couldn't go all the way through with it. Like I say, isolating, drugging, abusing, stealing. You couldn't do it. But these people do it every way. They do it hundreds of times. It's like that Mary Rowan up there in Detroit. 1,700 Mm -hmm. wards. She's taking their Social Security, their railroad retirement if they get it, their military retirement if they get it, and she's spending all that money and putting them in a a residential home that's never been inspected, starving them half to death and giving them forty-four dollars a month for spending money. That's barely a dollar a day, you know, a little more, what, a dollar and a half. And yeah, but and every picture you see of her, she's partying. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and our elected
2: officials and all these agencies just don't even seem to care. No, no, you know, and that I I don't know. I say I told you after that movie came out because it is hard hitting that these politicians, you know, oh we're gonna do, we're gonna have to look into this, and I'm sure this was you know dramatized. No, it is a dramatization of real life events. But you know they're gonna come out with some big do and I cannot tell you people. It it Read beyond the title. The title on any bill is meant to deceive you. You have to read the content, and that means all of the content. And that means where it says strike section 12B and add section 12D, um, you have to go see what 12B was and then see what 12D is to figure out what they mm-hmm. actually did. A lot of times it takes out the word and or the, you know, is something. Really, but it's to complicate that bill so that when you look at it, you go, geez, I can't do this. Yeah, you can. It only takes a minute. And, um, but it's just, I know it's like uh, last year up there in Minnesota, they had that bill 3771 that came out. It was submitted. It was supposed to be, a, it was written by advocates, actually. And, yeah on its face, what they wrote, it was a good bill. And it would have done it put a big dent in this guardianship thing. When it finally came up for a vote, it had, and I keep telling people, you know, you submit a bill, whatever you submitted, once that bill is tabled for a hearing, it can be amended, reworded, torn up, thrown away, replaced, a thousand times they never have to tell you. The final version of that bill included sections that said a guardian could break into wills and trusts, and they could remove dedicated beneficiaries and replace them with ones of their own choosing, even if it was themselves. This was right in this bill. It gave them the right to take – which they were doing anyway, but see, they're codifying into law what they were already doing illegally – and put people even in other state if it was conducive to the guardianship. And they didn't have to tell anybody where that person was. Why not? What are you hiding? Why are mm-hmm. you hiding? And, but all yeah. of these things that your, your statute and everything says you can't do. they was, was codified into this bill. Well, it didn't pass, thank God. And we made tons of phone calls screaming about this final version of this bill. But this is what they do this all the time. So don't think that bill that you write and submit remains intact because the minute it gets tabled, the Bar Association in there is pulling stuff out, putting stuff in and rewording the whole thing so that uh, the Elder Justice and Protection Act becomes how we you know, further funded and empowered the agents that are targeting you. That's basically what it amounts yeah. to. This happens every day, yeah. every day.
3: You know, I had someone say to me, and this is going to be a really harsh thing, like, so it used to be, like, if we go over into Germany, it was the law that you turned in your neighbors. You turn, oh, if they're Jewish, we, or, you know, whatever. They had different things. You turn that neighbor in. And what was done over there was legal and it was lawful. And so just because a law Mm -hmm. is a law doesn't make it moral.
2: No. You know? Well, there's a difference between legal and lawful. Yeah, there's there's a a difference between legal and lawful. Yeah, yeah. And well, and part of it, cause too, is every day they are assaulting the Constitution, what's left of it, and I think. If not by the end of this year, by midway next year, they will have dispensed with the Constitution altogether And uh, because they've been trying to do this for years. Uh, They're after the Second Amendment now, of course, and of course they've been striking down the First Amendment, freedom of speech, for three years now and censoring and burning books. We're burning Dr. Seuss now. I honestly cannot Uh – of all the idiotic, stupid things to censor and blacklist Dr. Seuss. Please, yeah. because somehow it sends the wrong message. What? That you're an idiot, and um, but and people are going along with this. I I just can't can't believe it. So my point is, we're they're after the Second Amendment now. It is the underpinning to the entire Constitution, to your rights. And it was the idea that you should have the right to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. It isn't there. Second Amendment isn't so you can deer hunt and rabbit and deer and all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. It was so you could defend yourself against a tyrannical government. The greatest psychological kick in the head we will get as a country is if they strike down the second. And they confiscate guns, leaving us powerless and defenseless. And this is right where they want us. Um, mm-hmm. They've got all this stuff out now about uh, you know assault weapon bans. Any gun is an assault weapon. Um, and why should the common people have AR-15s? Why do you have a tank? Why do you have grenade launchers? Who are those for? Yeah. I would suggest that they are for the public. You know, it's not like you're going to get on your tank and drive over to Iraq. And, um, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. They're, they're trying to destroy the Constitution. These tribunals, which is what probate is, were intentionally separated away from civil and criminal courts, state, common law, to avoid the Constitution, to avoid your rights to When you get anything – now, if you get something from a state court, it's capital letter, state of Minnesota, whatever, state of Wisconsin, capital letters, followed by lowercase. Mm-hmm. Anything from an administrative tribunal is all capitalized, including your name. And you actually don't have to respond to those. You notify that administrative court that you don't know who they're referring to there but it isn't you because your name is spelled this way capital letters followed by smaller lower case and oh. but this is a this is a legal symbol and it means loss of rights you've suffered a civil death you are treated as property not as a human being and everything that i'm seeing coming out in these bills they talk about uh uh you know the protected person look up the word person Like John says, words have meaning. Look up the word person. It doesn't mean what you think it does. It means your property. And so there's all this what's called word art, this trickery in the language. You think you're getting one thing, but you're actually getting screwed terribly. But these tribunals, this was all separated out of the state courts, away from the common law, away from the constitutions. It's run by statute and code. They can do any damn thing they want because law is not the issue there. They don't follow the law. It's statute. It's so awful. It is. It is. And so they need to be done away with because this denies us. I just saw a thing from the Bar Association where the... They were talking, and I have gone through numerous committees and hearings and, you know, the transcripts and reading from all these government agencies and this one and that one and something. And never, not one place, cause not one place yeah. do I see these professional guardians mentioned. It's always family members and someone out of the community. There is no mention. You would not think that guardians exist. They are not mentioned, referred to uh not in, in any aspect of it it's always that it's family and community members and um but the professional guardian racketeering that that's not mentioned any and i mean nowhere nowhere are they even alluded to and this is from that but the bar association said this is national bar association that uh, you know the, the probate is wonderful because people get due process no they don't and mm-hmm. You know, it's the fairest way to No, it isn't. And uh, they're besieged by predators and predators that are part of your racket. And uh, these immoral, corrupt attorneys and everybody's making money and running home. And if Mm -hmm. you are allowed to attend, can you imagine you're having a hearing, you have the right to face your accuser. Problem is, the reason they can prevent you from coming in on your own tribunal hearing is you haven't committed any crime. You have not committed any crime, so the right to face your accuser is non-existent because no one's accused you of a crime. See how that works? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they can stand in there and say whatever they want to, and they do, and they do.
3: Oh yeah, that. I sat in I mean, I sat on a stand for almost eight hours. Oh my gosh, you—you you, the fact that you even can speak to me, Marty, I'm such a terrible person. I asked for a oh. second opinion. Oh no. Mhm. Oh. It was just. It, I mean, so it is unr Is unreal. I. It was my uncle that this happened to, and that was bad enough. I can't imagine had this been my parents. My parents had already oh, passed Lord. away. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. And
3: my uncle, he was my family, and this is what they did to him. It was just. I, I it was unreal. Unreal. You it's know what really
2: gets me? mind-blowing. With what? all of this going on, there's a number of people behind these cases that when all is said and done, the person passes away, there's nothing left to do, are packing up their things and leaving the country. Um, but one lady told me, she said, I've never had such a more profound sense of betrayal as I have in the last five years and she said I can't stay here and she said because this country is nothing that it yeah. portrays itself to be you know oh
3: I I, I don't thought, blame wow. people not wanting to grow old in the United States it's like mm-hmm. yeah but where do you go What what's a good place to go because it seems to become
2: global where do you escape to yeah exactly exactly and you know, uh, it is a it is a global operation. We know that from ICOR. Uh it is a yeah. global operation. They're selling the franchises globally for fast, easy, consistent money. You just have to be a predator. And um Yeah. I oh, we'll cause we got it but hey, I was gonna tell you tomorrow night Marcia Housewick is coming on. And oh, um so excited Marcia's yeah, so, so amazing. That's going to be, Yeah, no kidding. And, uh, but we're going to be talking about a lot of things, and um, part of what we're going to be talking about is what do we do now that this has been exposed? Uh, we've seen all the celebrity wannabes and stuff, but what can we actually do uh, to stop this? This is such a transgression. Oh. and uh, But what can we do now? Um, it just... I know trips we had planned to D.C. got side because of the virus. If you believe there is a virus, I don't. But anyway, um, but I think it's pointless anyway. Uh, it's a waste of time and money. It's a lot of schmoozing. And, and by that, I mean, you know, they sit there. Uh, it's like the committee on aging, Senate committee on aging. It's a non-regulatory committee. It's paid about $74,000 per seat for those people to sit there and listen to people tell their stories and when it's all done they get up and walk away and forget you were ever there. And mm-hmm. this this is just the way it goes. It's it's one of those feel good fuzzy things. And I mean look at all the people we've talked to and you know had conferences with and everything else nothing comes of it. Nothing comes of it. Um yeah. If we do we get a half-assed response. Uh, like I said, we have to affect change in our states, and we have to go after people we can actually get access to, which is our state legislators. Uh, but there again, they've got themselves barricaded in because I don't know what happens to people once they, once they get elected because that somehow they don't have to talk to you. Why, they're just too important to have to visit with you. Um, yeah, You know what I'm saying. Talk to their staff. Do this. Do that. Uh But what happens to people? And then, of course, zipping. Uh, If you call a state legislator or even a federal one, and they'll say, what zip code are you in? And let's say you give them your actual zip code. Oh, we can't talk to you as a professional, you know, congressional uh, courtesy. uh, We don't talk with people who are not in our district. Well, then please use a signing statement when you vote, that your vote Mm -hmm. applies only to the people in your district. If you can't talk to me about a vote that will affect me, don't be voting. And Bob um, Casey in Pennsylvania
3: did that to me.
2: Yeah. 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 You're not. You're yeah, not basically
3: like. Yeah. There's like fifty of us yep. that called his office in one day. Big scumbag.
2: Oh wow. Yeah. He's he's worthless <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. He really is. Uh, and I he's on that um, aging committee.
3: Yeah, he's on the aging committee. Um, at the Senate but yeah, he doesn't really care. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Uh No, he was, um, oh, we had that, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember her name. Isn't that terrible? Miller, uh, Tracy Miller, whose brother Bob had. Tracy, she was from Pennsylvania too. Yes. 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 And she, yes. And she warred with Bob Casey and, um trying to get help for her brother. I always wondered what happened to him, you know, after she was gone. Yeah. Um, And I think she, I know she passed away from cancer, but I think it was caused by all the stress. I mean, her whole life was devoted to her brother and trying to take care of him. And I still have some things she sent me. And, uh, but, you know, he was, he was just worthless, just absolutely worthless. But if you're yeah. going to call a senator or representative, they're going to ask you your zip code. So you find out what district they're from and then give them a, dis- a zip code from that district. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> they're not going to talk to you. And because uh, they're just yeah. too damn special. That's why. And, uh, and yeah. if they're going to continue to use this zipping thing, uh, <laughs> uh, just, yeah. you know, fight fire with fire. Yeah. Right. And... Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just I don't know. We got about five minutes left here, Kazi. You got anything else you wanna add in here? Well, I know that our work
3: is not done. We're gonna have exciting phone calls after, so I'm ex- looking forward to that. Getting our the rest of our yes. week and the shows planned. It's so exciting that we're gonna be on three times this week together. I'm very honored. Yes. And yes. I think we're just gearing up getting ready to do our presentation for the whistleblower summit. We're just gonna come on even more looking like we got our act together <laughs> we did, did yeah. last year oh when, well, that I, was an adventure
2: well, well it was such a last minute thing um yeah you know it, it really was a last minute thing it was a, a last resort to get the summit up and running behind this faked up mess of the virus oh. and um so i thought I, I, after everything it went quite well and i i got a Feeler out from uh weed, you know the uh, World Elder Awareness Day in DC, and uh, mm-hmm. June fifteenth, and they had asked me last year, the year before, to speak there, and because of who actually supports and promotes that, I refuse to. I won't be a part of that. Yeah, it's the Elder Law Attorneys, the National Guardianship Association, um, um. ICor, I, all of these people who who fund and keep this thing running. Um, and I told the lady two years ago, I said, I cannot in good conscience stand up there and speak. I said, it looks as if I support these people, and I do not. And why didn't you get some of the advocacy groups from around the country? Well, it's out of the UN and everything. And then she kind of laughed. She said, nobody pays attention to it anyway. Uh, well, whatever. But. Yeah. um, um.
3: I know Mr. Shenanigans was asked to do a big PowerPoint, and it got turned yes. over. And guess what? They never aired it.
2: Yeah, that shocking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A, yeah. Yeah. So, that's all that work that like he no, did. I, mm-hmm. Well, and and that's what I'm saying. This isn't about exposing. It's about promoting the system that is. I can't be part mm-hmm. of that. I, I no. I just can't be part of that. I. You know, I don't have the want to be a star thing in me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No,
3: I just, and you know. I think anyone who is an advocate and would go to something like that, you're like maybe someone's stupid puppet. I don't know. I mean, Nazca yeah. isn't there. I mean, you just have mm-hmm. to pay attention. Anyone who does go there, I wouldn't want, to have any, wouldn't want to work with that person because it just shows that they are no. not – savvy enough to really understand yeah they're for sale but yeah. so they're not savvy enough to really understand what's going on and it's just not the right person that you want to get any kind of guidance right. from I don't even know who has gone to these things I don't pay attention but if there is any advocate that was a speaker I would uh, I guess I would run fast and far away from them
2: yeah. had you heard that yeah. anyone <laughs> or did
3: anyone go oh my gosh I don't know
2: I would. I, like. I don't know no, yeah. and um, I, but it, it is uh you know like I say i we're looking at the supporters and who's funding this, and actually put it no yeah, nope, yeah, uh-uh, nope. no, 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 not doing it, no, I told that lady I said, I, I can't don't afford to you. damage my reputation like that, <laughs> <But> we got <laughs> about two minutes cause <laughs> uh we're gonna be back, like I say tomorrow night with Marcia Southwick. And uh, we got a lot of things to talk about there. We haven't seen her for a while. And um, yeah, uh, hang on here. Do we have someone who wanted on. Hang on. Hi, this is Marty. Hi, Marty. Hi.
4: Are we live or is this with
2: this This, we're live.
4: I didn't know if we you were getting me minutes. in the green room because you said you only had two minutes left. So I thought maybe you weren't going to take any calls.
2: Well, no, I just saw you flash there, but go ahead. What can I do for you?
4: Oh, I was just going to throw my two cents in. When you're calling these congressmen and senators and they ask for your zip code, I always to have something to this effect to say, well, let me see. We have a Fourth Amendment that says there's no unreasonable search and seizures. Do you have a probable cause warrant for that search? And they're like, well, I'm yeah, not doing any search, or what <laughs> are you talking about? and and i said well you I just told you all of my political positions on these different bills you know h r one big fat no h r five big fat no h r eight big fat no h r fourteen forty six big fat no, and now you want to know who I am so you can associate my political position. What are you trying to target me so you can take me out because you don't like my political- positions and then they go, Whoa. Well, you don't have to, sir, you don't have to say, you know we'll just you know, you don't have to leave your name and address or information. That's fine. So I just got to share that with you. That's well, good. Well, thank you.
2: I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yes. It's really good. Yep. Okay. We're down to less than a minute here. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I like that one. We'll be back tomorrow night with Marcia Southwick. So everybody hang on to your butts because that's going to be a wild one. And yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten to talk to her in quite a while. So we've got a lot saved up. And... We'll talk to you all tomorrow night. cause thanks for being with me. And, uh, You're welcome. This is Nancy, thank you for calling in with your story. And we'll be following up with you and seeing what we can do about finding you some connections. And everybody, like I say, we'll be back tomorrow night, again, Thursday night with whistleblowers, and Friday night with me and Kaz on In the Mix. And then Saturday, I'm going to sleep all day. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk to you all later. Thanks for tuning right. in. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night.